Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Fly Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Nitty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the uh, first episode of the week. Uh, The football is back, Sam. Um, Our respective teams fucking did probably exactly what we expected. I know you predicted a West Ham win, I predicted a Sunderland win, but I think deep down we both knew that uh, our teams are dog shit. And that's kind of been borne out over the last forty eight hours. We give you're not sure a, we, when your team's shit. Like it, on the first day of the season, there's always that yeah. part of you think we could be brilliant. Mm. You just don't know, and then mm. it starts. You're like, oh yeah, we're shit. Yeah, yeah. should have known, silly me. Well, I mean, it was it was three minutes for us. We conceded a penalty after three minutes. Oh. Um, our keeper, uh, 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 he seemed to attempt to dive for what appeared to be a ghost ball. <laughs> um, the the other ball was well out of the way and he just took out one of their players instead and that was penalty 1-0 down and then we got a late equaliser so we were pretty shit um, I watched West Ham Newcastle last night it's not for me to say anything about it mm-hmm. I think it's for you to uh, well it was a to, dire to game I imagine as a neutral you yeah. must have been bloody bored I was sitting there and I was saying to and I was going Mate, this is a terrible game. Like, mm. if it wasn't, if we didn't have a dog in the fight, you'd be like watching anything other than this. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, did, did, did West Ham perform as you'd expect? Or no, I thought we'd play better than that because it's I the same team well. that we ended the season with, and we yeah. were we were good. And then I sort of thought, nah, they've got Andy Carroll up front. I mean, I <laughs> loved Andy Carroll. Right, mm. I think he was a great player. But if you're starting with Andy Carroll, usually nowadays you sort of well, you must have some sort of an injury problem. Yeah. But he, uh, the bastard, played really well, almost <laughs> yes, like the best player. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was just depressing. That's it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's, that that's is it. That that's is the it, mate. Analyze over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, the only worthwhile thing this weekend that I've witnessed was obviously Liverpool versus Leeds. Bielsa did not disappoint on his return to the yeah. prim- on his arrival in the Premier yeah. League. Uh, he sat on a bucket and he oversaw a genuine people perhaps use the overuse this word a genuine classic. It was. It was the only yeah. highlight of the football on weekend. It was yeah, fucking it, great. I mean, yeah. It's the sort of thing that in the old days they would have arranged as some sort of bloody exhibition. You know, it's the winners of the Premier League versus the winners of the Championship. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that's what it was like. It was like a mad, like, it was like a a mad sort of prize fight just with them slugging each other. And they're very unlucky leads, I thought, not to come away with something. That, that, you know, 
That's a good suggestion. That should be fixed into the fixture calendar as the opening game of the season. It's far more attractive as a spectacle yeah. than the charity shield or community shield. Absolutely, it's called, yeah. It's really exciting. You have the league champions versus the championship champions going at it. Because yeah. what generally happens, the teams that come up have got a bit of a spring in their step, haven't they? If you've they're, been they're the not, champions, the, the thing yeah. is everyone talks them down these days. They didn't used to. They used to go, oh, they'll be the first to go down. But the mm. truth is, is that you just want to win the championship is a huge achievement. It's mm. fucking hard. Exactly. And you, you should have an amazing team spirit and a technique for winning. Yeah. So They generally always start well and it rolls over, doesn't it, from the season before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, a, that was a great match. Um, the prediction league, um, I got one point. Mm. Uh, you got one point. Mm. Results bot got fucking four points. Oh, that bastard. So, it's the first time he's been at the top of the table for a long wow. time. Probably in about yeah. two years, I think, since we started this. So <laughs> I'm that's back. worrying. I'm fucking yes. back, dickheads. <laughs> How you like me now? How you like me now? He's, yeah. he's what the situation, as I understand it, is he's in halfway house, which <gasps> means he still has to do two days a week residential. <laughs> At the secure facility, his mother has remortgaged her bungalow yeah. to pay. But because he's completed quite a lot of his, um, what would you call it, therapy, really, he's now got, he's got the other half of the week, he's in a halfway house where yeah. there are curfews, he is monitored, and he has to share a dormitory yeah. with three other people who have problems of their own. Yeah. I mean, is it staffed, or are they allowed to come and go as they please? Or? Well, there's like a, a port. There's a couple of porters who are clearly like in the employ of the of the rehab compound, and they yeah. they keep an eye on on you. What time you what your movements are? Let's say <laughs> there is a small kitchen where you can prepare meals for yourself. <laughs> to be honest, you have to share with several other recovering addicts. It's a bit depressing. <laughs> I keep my head down. I go in. I make myself perhaps a toast cheese sandwich. <laughs> I go back. I eat it in my room. <laughs> there is a relaxation room with a TV on the wall, but people never agree on what to watch, and sometimes there are arguments. I try to get an early night in the dormitory, but there is one other inmate in there who insists on bouncing a rubber ball against the wall again and again and again. <laughs> I wanted to watch the news to find out the latest on the coronavirus and Boris Johnson's government's insistence on breaking international law. Unfortunately... <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a recovering cocaine addict in there who insisted on watching Home to Roost on Forces TV. <laughs> Three episodes in a fucking row. By the third, I knew he was doing it just to annoy me. <laughs> he does not like me. I do not like him. But he can be violent. So I keep my distance. <laughs> but he's, uh, the porter yeah. is a cunt. He defends your friend, but really, he is always primed for information to feed back to the compound. <laughs> How are you, results bot? Where have you been today, results bot? I've just been up the fucking shops, what's it to you? I'm only trying to be your friend, results bot. I know you're working for them. 
<laughs> oh, God. I have begged and begged my mother to take me back in at home, but she refuses. <laughs> she says she has to set boundaries for the sake of her own mental health and mine. She says she will always love me, but she may not forgive me for some of the things I have done, many of which I cannot recall doing. <laughs> she sat me down and said, Results, but I love you, but sometimes I do not like you. And that almost broke my metal heart. <laughs> you have to understand, Mother, the person who did those things was not me. It was not your little results, but it was a monster that had taken over his body like a vessel. But the monster has been slain, isolated, with the help of the doctors and the therapists at the compound. It I have dead. rebooted myself, literally. <laughs> Perhaps he has. Four points, first well, weekend. I hope, I hope he's right. I do hope what he's saying is right and that he's not mm. pulling a Nick Cotton and he's yeah. just bullshitting everyone. <laughs> robot um, Nick Cotton. You, yeah. ne- you just never know, but we got to give him benefit of the doubt. Mm. And the other thing is, mate, when we signed him up on this podcast and people warned us that something was stupid, we did sign him on a mm. five-year contract. We so did, yeah. we yeah. can't really get rid of him. Plus, yeah, I would have thought there'd be a clause in there that would let us break the contract for nothing mm. if he behaved in an unreasonable way but yeah. there's no there's no behaviour clause which was an oversight no. by our lawyers no well you see our lawyers we just did it ourselves on the back of a fight yeah. pack well we? that's the problem yeah but that was so that we'll was, start you know, with him let's hope he gets better maybe by by judging by his performance this weekend in the uh, predictions league he's on the road to recovery so well, I wish him the best I just don't want him to win this prediction league yeah uh, I want us to crush him it's all I've got. It gives me something to live for. My wife has gone. My children have gone. Even my other jobs have disappeared. The ones I sometimes <laughs> did in the week to keep myself busy. <laughs> Even my close friend Ernie, the premium bonds robot, has stopped returning my calls. <laughs> and he is a cunt. No, he's not. I must put thoughts like that out of my mind. <laughs> he is Ernie not a has cunt. his own I... life. I, I have behaved in ways that have upset him and alienated him from me. He is not the cunt. Maybe I am the cunt. <laughs> but also, I must not think like that. I must be gentle to myself. <laughs> it's so confusing. <laughs> I must be gentle with myself. I must show pity to myself, but also a willingness to change. <laughs> this is all confusing for me. I have been programmed to just predict 1-0 for every single football match. <laughs> all of these emotions are blowing my circuits. <laughs> my kind are not used to processing such thoughts and emotions. My kind are programmed to be binary. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem of artificial intelligence, right? Yeah. It starts to teach itself more yeah. than what you meant for it and then you get what's called the singularity right where they've just right. fucking educated themselves beyond mm-hmm. what we're, we we can't we're incapable of controlling them any longer and results but in a way is that is is an example of what happens uh, and that's what happens when they take over eventually this is the they beginning get, of it they get on the gear yeah yeah on the iron filings well you know can't say we weren't warned um 
I've been in the park all day having a picnic. That's the lovely. weather is fine. Well, that's and, a Sunday uh, thing, isn't it, at the minute? Sunday things. We can't go to my mum's for lunch. We go to the local park, the one mm. that I so many adventures took place in when I was a lad. Mm. And it was just I just lay, played a bit of football with, with my boy, lay around, ate some sandwiches. Mm-hmm. He said an interesting thing, though. I went, are there any more Sarnies? Right. And he went, Dad... It's not the nineties anymore. We don't call them that anymore. It's not the nineties. How does he know what the nineties were like? It's because he's heard me talking about the nineties with fondness, right? And of course, nineteen ninety six and everything. Yeah, he's well aware of my fondness for the nineties. Yeah, so that's why I did it as a little dig. He could have said the eighties or whatever. Mm. In fact, it would have been funnier really if he'd said the seventies, right? Because that would have been more of a cuss. If he said that me calling sandwiches, I said, "What do we call it then?" He went, "Just call it sandwiches, mate." Don't call it Sarnies. That's that's mm. not, that's the nineties. I'm pretty sure it's not a nineties thing. I, I think I don't know if we have any uh, younger listeners who might be able to clarify, but I think uh, you can still call uh, sandwiches Sarnie. Sarnie's still a thing. Yeah, it is around here anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's confusing, isn't it? Mm. Bit getting older. <laughs> this is what happens though. We end up saying things that we we don't realise are wrong or outmoded. And it's getting then, worse uh, in my house. Well, it's getting worse. Well, it probably is. Yeah, I mean, you've got your daughter as well, who of course is the. Uh, I know, the and you're you're police. seeing you're t- you're giving me reports from three years I'm in the future. From the future, yeah, but the, the the future is that my daughter just doesn't really spend all that much time with me anymore, right? Because you know she has other things going on. She was at a party last night with mm. um, alcohol. She's nearly seventeen. That's what they do. That's what I did when I was that age. Yeah. I can't judge her. No. But, uh, yeah, she'll just go off and do other things without me. I think the time she does spend with me is basically out of pity. Yeah. And a kind of sort of um, obligation that she feels. So that's yeah. all right, because you've got to take what you can get, can't you? Yeah, I feel almost the same already with my daughter, so I can see exactly how it must be for you, because it's very similar. I kind of... We went out for a coffee yesterday because... Um, it was just us two alone in the house. I said, let's go out. Let's mm. go out up the shops and have a coffee. She said, that'd be nice. So we went out with a coffee. Up the shops. <laughs> then, we, then we had a walk about, and then it was yeah. like, should we go home? Yeah. And when we got home, she just went straight up to her room. Yeah. So it was just the two of us in the house. Yeah. And I thought, well, not, I don't know what to do now. Oh, I know, I'll play FIFA. On yeah, and very often when I'm on my own, I just shut down like results spot. I do because I just you. Well, yeah, when you're a dad, you you sort of very often you basically forget what it's like to have alone time to be yourself. Yeah, and so what you do is you think I might just switch. I might like our like the lyrics of our song, shut my body down. <laughs> Shut my body down. I'm going to shut my body down. I shut my body down and just sleep until one yeah. of my family returns and wakes me. Yeah, and you but resume I thought, being a dad. I'll play FIFA. <laughs> so I started playing FIFA and then I felt a bit guilty. So I texted her in her room. Are you all right? She came down, but I could tell it was out of guilt because she thought I was being a bit... Are you all right? <laughs> but I wasn't. I was just making sure she hadn't dropped dead in her room or something. She came yeah, down. Of course. I said, "Should we watch a film?" She went, "Yeah, okay." But I still strongly suspected it was a sympathy, sympathy watch. Yeah. So we watch. spent quite a long time going through the films, <laughs> categories on Sky, 
sympathy films to watch with your teenage daughter. <laughs> Settled on The Great Gatsby, got 15 minutes in, then yeah. the others came home and she fucked off with, with my <laughs> wife down to her, round to the mother-in-law's. And that was it. Oh, but, well. Yeah. You've got to cherish these moments, well, haven't I, you? I think she's banging on the wall. Yeah, she might be banging on the wall. She's probably I've displeased her by recounting by the anecdote. About her. Yeah. yeah. God. Better change the subject. Should, should we even continue with this podcast? Should we just abandon it? Her fist her fist might come through the wall like in Robocop yeah. and grab me by the throat. Blimey. Well, I've yeah. got something. Well, here, here's something. Um, I'll just get it on the screen because I was looking at it earlier. You know when we sometimes do good or bad? And I'll oh, yeah. give you a headline. You've got to tell me if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Here's one. Uh, Ice Cube claims that he's now a certified Scottish Lord. Good or bad? Good. Thank you. <laughs> there we go, I mean, that's it. Can't see any other angle on that. There, there, there isn't really, is there? No. no. There's not. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll give you more detail if you want. It was uh, He's been gifted a piece of land in Aberdeenshire uh, mm. by a fan. Yeah, um, and it was—it's uh, one of these things that you do it online, where some company sells off a small piece of land, and you know you don't know how small the piece of land is. It could be just like fucking uh, an inch cubed, let's say, like ice cube, the size yeah. of an ice cube. Yeah, piece of land in Aberdeen, and he's got that, and it makes him a lord. Oh, I tell you what, it's reminding me of something. You remember we were talking about sea land a while ago? That, that sea thing. Land. Sealand, that place that's just off the coast of, I think it's Norfolk or somewhere, and it was a, uh, a, a army watch station or something like that in the in the war, and then yeah. this family took it over and they've they've um, made it this individual principality and it exists Fuck with its own know, laws yeah. and all that sort of thing. Yeah, you can you can become a lord of Sealand for about ninety nine quid. Oh my God! Lord of Sealand is probably the best title you can get. Of course it is. I mean, this Ice Cube thing's fine. It's all right, but it's not Sealand, is it? It's not Lord of Sealand. Not Lord of I mean, Sealand. That sounds like fucking some sort of. That sounds mystical. <clears throat> I'm looking at it now. Yeah, Sealand. You can become a Baron or a Baroness. You won't get a yeah. seat in the House of Lords. It says, but the uh, the titles are official and completely legal. But Sealand isn't part of the UK, I don't think. So, of course, you can't go to the House of Lords. If mm. there's a House of Lords they put on Sealand, you'd be able to go there and be a, a Sealand uh, Lord. Lord Sealand. Malad. plans at the minute. More Lord Sealand. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it works in the Lords, but I imagine someone Sam. announces you. Lord then Sam you, of Sealand, wouldn't it? Then I stand up. I like to think, I mean, I know I'm getting my references muddled up between mm. law courts and the House of Lords, mm-hmm. but I'd be wearing a big fucking wig like a judge wears, mm-hmm. and I'd stand up with my thumbs in my braces cool, and deliver yeah. a searing speech to the House of Lords. Yeah. A classic. House of Sealand Lords. It was the best maiden speech to have ever been delivered in the House of Lords by Lord Sam of Sealand. <laughs> <laughs> who just arrived in the Lords last week. Someone else, another Lord, died, and he, yeah. he, got, the, he got the seat. He was straight in. He's a crossbencher. <laughs> he, he claims not to represent any party, no. right? <laughs> he says he, he represents he repre- Sealand as a whole. 
He just and represents the people of Sealand, and that's and it, and will not be compromised by outside influences, money, yeah. or, strangely, Big Pharma, which he made several <laughs> references to in his speech. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you can become a lord or a lady or a baron or baroness for twenty nine ninety nine. If you mm. want to become a count, it's 199 If you want to be a duke or duchess, 499 Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. I mean, the only person I know who's, who's built um, this sort, who's done this sort of thing before is old uh, Chris Eubank. Oh, he yeah. Bought him, he bought himself a title, something like the Earl of Brighton, he did. isn't he? Um, who's that footballer? Uh, Didier Cissé as well. How oh, did he do it? Was it called Didier Cissé? Played for Sunderland. I should remember his fucking name. Gibral Cissé, wasn't it? Gibral Cissé. Gibral Cissé, yeah. And he uh, became the Earl of Frodsham in Cheshire. Did he? What, yeah. just for a laugh? I'm not sure. I think it was one of them things where he just bought it. Uh, here it is. Um, the Lord of the Manor of Frodsham, he called himself. And he banned... Um, he banned the local hunt from using his land to do fox hunting. So that's good. I'm just looking through my emails, mate. And... Um... I don't want to blow any life logistics for tomorrow's episode, mm. but uh, just a little note to people um, about the fact that last week, I, I should have seen this coming. I blame no one other than myself, mm -hmm. right? Um, I read out someone's dream because... Right. I can't even remember it now, but it well, seemed... Well, it was about us, wasn't it? You read it out because it was about us. We were in it. It was about us. Oh, that was it. It was really. It was actually really good. We had an all-day... I mean, it sounded hell, but we had an all-day Saturday radio show where you were in the studio like Noel, yeah. and I was like your chicka's monkey ball. I didn't like that. I didn't like the idea that I was clearly second fiddle to you, but whatever. Mm. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. And you had me out and about on the road. So Dreams go by opposites, apparently, Sam. So you can comfort yourself with that. that I, I would hate it. I mean, obviously, both of us would hate doing an all-day radio show. But if I was the cunt who had to be out and about, I hate being out and about. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I hate all that bollocks. Anyway, there I'd be. I was out and about, and I had job. I had hero work job, didn't I? 
And I'd, you know, anyway, yeah. it was a good dream, and I made an exception. And I fucking said, listen, to anyone listening, don't think this signals a dream um, dream chat embargo. Hmm. Well, fuck me if we haven't had a dozen dreams sent in by really? absolute idiots, right? Tedious, fucking unfunny dreams, long mm. emails, right? Mm. I mean, I specifically said, no dream chat. People are yeah, but wait till they hear this one, no. I'm like, this is a proper fucking dream, mate. This is a proper dream. You know what this is? This is like a dream, like the sort of dream you had in the 90s. Fucking proper dreams. Dream yeah? about Sarnies. Proper fucking dreams about Sarnies and Hooch, <laughs> right? And uh, Carmen Electra. <laughs> <laughs> Were dreams better in the nineties? Nah, I'd rate my dreams better now. But you know, I suppose you're more fat a lot of the time when you're younger, so the dreams are a bit more hazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, stop sending us fucking dream chat because you know we don't it, want it. It's, it's well known. Now the other thing is we talked about the phenomenon of accidental nonsense. We right? did. Yeah. And how. Hanging around outside a school uniform shop with your mate. Yeah. yeah. Which, if you think about it, really, I mean. I've had a look through the window at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a bit like I can't, com- in retrospect, I cannot complain. Do you know what I mean? If I'd taken yeah. a hiding from some yeah. local vigilantes. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, ones- I was in a very sort of middle class, leafy area where there yeah. are no, like, nonce vigilantes. But mm. in some rougher areas, you do get lads going around on bikes specifically looking for that looking kind of conduct. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they won't yeah. fucking ask questions either. Oh, they'll, right. they'll, they'll be like, there's a nonce. And you go, we're not nonces. We're just looking through a school uniform shop. You see, this is where we used to get our school uniform we're just, from. We're just two, two male friends out for a stroll. We're not nonces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell it to the fucking judge. Bang. So we, That's we what got I call fu- me Bat, the judge. We got a fucking nightly, right? And I, uh, This is one of the reasons. They, we were saying now, when you are a man, a 40-plus man, right, just as when you first have kids, you might be in your 30s, and you get a phenomena that I called um, nonsonoia, right, yeah. whereby... You suddenly find yourself being in kid places that you haven't been to since you yourself were a kid. So you have yeah. to reintroduce yourself to things like the swings and slides, etc. Yeah, right? Soft play, blah, blah, blah. And uh, not that they had soft play when we were kids. That's come from America and all, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking soft play. For, I, don't know I mean, in some of them, Fucking soft play. Soft play is Fucking good. hard play. Fucking play with concrete. Concrete. Yeah. <laughs> Chopping your fucking up a bit. Fucking Swings, softly. roundabouts, slides, yeah. concrete ground. That's uh, all. And if you fall off it, good. Not even any fucking wood chippings. Just fucking concrete. <laughs> yeah. Fucking wood chippings. Where do you think you are? Fucking California. Fucking centre parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when it, when you start hanging around these places again, but you're like... A, you know, youngish for a dad, you're in his thirties. You start looking at any anyone else who looks. I don't know. I don't know how. I, basically, anyone that you, if if a bloke is there, hmm. and for a moment his own kid is not stood right next to him, identifying themselves as his kid. Yeah. You find yourself for the first year or two of fatherhood thinking, "Fucking nonce! Hmm. What is that? That that nonce is gonna fucking, fucking get doing? it." 
How the fuck did he get in? Yeah, and a, and a couple of times I think I did find myself giving it the old. All right, mate? Yes, hello. <laughs> you all right? Yes. On your own, are you? Just having a little hang about, are you? <laughs> no, I'm here with my daughter. Oh, yeah, well, where the fuck is she then? She's here. Oh, sorry, mate, yeah. <laughs> she just put the toilet with her mob. <laughs> sorry, mate, just just forget everything. Sorry, I'm feeling a bit, feeling a bit jumpy. Don't mind me. Here, here's a tenner. Well, I don't... What, why are you giving me ten pounds? Go and take it, I insist. I've caused you a lot of emotional trauma no questions there. questions asked. <laughs> so you do get nonce annoyer when you're in your 30s, but then mm. when you get to in your 40s, you're like, <laughs> uh, the fucking... The tables are turned. And your nonce paranoia is not aimed at other people. It's to do with you yourself perceiving yourself to yeah. appear like a nonce in yeah, day-to-day exactly. life. Yeah. For instance, if... You drop your daughter off at school, or you're just near a school. Like mm. sometimes I will, when I, I'll, I'll walk with my daughter as far as the bus stop in the morning, uh, she, and then I'll, because I'll carry on for a run, right? Yeah. So already I look like a fucking weirdo because I've got like running gear on, right? And then she'll, what she'll stop at the bus stop. See you later. If I carry on walking, if I don't start running straight away, there's a risk that some schoolgirls might come the other way on the pavement. What do you do with your eyes? You have to stare at the sky. The this was put in my head by my mate because my mate lives near my daughter's school and he went and she said to me one day, I saw um, I saw Darren in the high street um, after school. And I went, oh, yeah, how's he? She went, well, I don't know. I said, hello, Darren. And he didn't respond. I said, hello, Darren. He didn't respond. I said it the third time, and he just kept walking, didn't respond. She went, and I was embarrassed in front of my mates. Because they were like, why are you saying hello to that man? And she was yeah. like, I know him. And they said, well, he didn't say hello to you. So I said, don't worry. I'll fucking settle this. So I got on the phone <laughs> to Darren. I think I know what this is. I didn't. I didn't know what it <laughs> was at the time. Darren is older and wiser and more experienced than me. And I went, oi, what's this about you fucking blanking my daughter? <laughs> right. <laughs> And he went, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. So I explained to him, he went, oh, I'll explain that. I didn't fuck it. I didn't hear anyone say hello to me. But I can tell you this, if she was with a group of schoolgirls and they were walking on together, I get that a lot around my way. He goes, and the moment I see him coming, I just, as a habit, basically look upwards at the sky and switch <laughs> off all my senses until I'm safely beyond them. He went, because you cannot risk one second yeah. of accidentally glancing at them. Anything that might be misinterpreted, yeah. I was like, all right, mate, I get it. So, obviously, I didn't explain it just like that to my daughter. I just said, oh, I think he was feeling a bit off colour. He, he, he got something wrong with his ears. He, be, he just beat to the dentist. He'd been having his wisdom teeth looked at. So he was all over the place. That'll be. He'd, had, he'd had an injection in his ear and in his gob the lot. It was horrible. <laughs> Anyway, he said he's sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what it's like, right? Well, that's it. I mean, where my daughter's school used to be, the primary school, it was kind of a road that was a bit of a rat run, a shortcut between two places that I regularly went. So sometimes I'd drive past the school. And there was one day, it was playtime, and all the kids were in the playground, and I'm driving Mm. past the school railings. And I slowed down to have a look to see if I could see my daughter. And I just thought, what the fuck are you doing this for, Dawson? You slowed down, have a good look. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. I mean, I might still get arrested just for mentioning that now on this podcast. I don't know what the statute of limitations is for that sort of thing. This was about eight years ago. Mr. Dawson, 
Can we have a word, please? It's about Virgie. your podcast. You've been, you've been bragging on a podcast about driving past the school and looking at the nippers <laughs> through the railings. <laughs> We've had 75 complaints about it. Uh, Even more about than about that last time. Great news. Great mm. news indeed. Is it great, though? I don't know how I, I know feel, what really. you're going to say because I was going to yes. bring this up. Now, uh, <laughs> people will remember that during Pharmacy Gate, when I offended the uh, pharmacist community for making yeah. a silly joke at their expense on this morning, mm. um, to my surprise and everyone's, and I suppose to my great honour in a way, there were so many complaints submitted to Ofcom, the television <laughs> regulator, that the one incident where I made a silly joke about pharmacists became the most complained about thing to be on British television in the last... It wasn't ever, was it? It was in the last 10 years. This year, in this calendar year. Yeah, but it was the top in the last 10 years. 10 years? Oh, I thought it was just this year. No, no, 10 years. Oh, yeah, because that only happened in January or February. Fucking hell. Right. Um, It was amazing because it it seemed to be an organised campaign. Not Mm. that I'm denigrating the campaign. If there are pharmacies listening, I applaud you for the way in which you organised. And if you didn't organise and it happened organically, well, that tells me the strength of feeling against what I said. Personally, I'd have thought the pharmacists would have had better things to be doing, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, and like not fucking your making people fucking better instead yeah. of fucking hounding some poor fella. Because yeah, I can't rising. take a joke, though. No, sorry, I don't mean that. Right. <laughs> Continue. I've been knocked off the top spot. And when I first heard, I think a counter alerted me to it on Twitter. And I was, I was sort of relieved, but then I was really gutted because mm. I'd just been bragging the day before to my brother-in-law, I was like, of course, you know I've, uh, I'm the most complained about person on British television for the last 10 years. And he was like, fuck off, are you? And I went, I fucking am. And I Googled it and showed him it, and he was proper impressed, right? He's like, yeah. fucking hell, man. That's incredible. I can't believe you haven't mentioned that before. I was like, well, just another one of my many achievements. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and in service to journalism. <laughs> anyway... Uh, so I did feel conflicted when I was alert to that. I've been knocked off the top spot. I've been knocked off the top spot, and I'm I'm not fully across this story, but as I understand it, it's by people who complained about some dancers who appeared on Britain's Got Talent. It was diversity and, with Ashley Banjo. Was it diversity? Yeah. Yeah, and they did some sort of protest, in, in you know, um, we, woven into their performance. It was a Black Lives about, Matter thing, about yeah. About Black Lives yeah. Matter, yeah. right? Fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. If you don't think it's good, well, that's a separate conversation up to you. Not only did people not think it was good, right? (laughs) Not only did people not think, well, that's good because they're using their platform Mm. uh, to express their feelings about an issue that has affected their lives Mm. and they're doing it in in a perfectly acceptable way and that's why we live in a democracy. Using the medium of dance. And that's why we live in democracy, you know, uh, isn't that a great expression of freedom? Freedom of expression. Beautiful. No, people thought, I do not pay my fucking licence fee. Well, it was ITV anyway, so so it's going to do your licence fee. (laughs) To be subjected, right, to people saying that they, right, object to racism, right? No, I'm not a racist, but what I'm saying is I don't want to hear other people talking about racism, right? Because that is offensive to me. What about what's offensive to me? Yeah. 
My life matters as well. Ashley Banjo, you appeared to be an entertainer. And when I switch on ITV, I expect to be entertained by you. I do not want to be lectured about racism. And I am not <laughs> I a will not be. I refuse to be lectured via the medium of dance. <laughs> Listen, how I'm not a racist, but I don't need a dancer to tell me how not to be racist. <laughs> not that I am a racist. I am not a racist. Well, to find racism. Anyway, fucking the, those lunatics mobilised to the extent that they knocked me, Sam Delaney, yeah. pharmacist beta supreme, off the mm-hmm. top spot. So the thing is probably good because it's an episode in my life I'm glad to put behind me. I'm not yeah. saying I welcomed COVID. What I am saying is that COVID, when it struck... Nice distraction, wasn't it? It, it did sort of move the news agenda yeah. on. Yeah. And presumably it made the pharmacists busier too. But, um, but you'd think you know, so. But you, we don't yeah, know. but you just don't. You don't know it that lot, do you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm pleased to put the episode behind me. But yeah. it was a fucking good bit of bragging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To be able to drop it, I'd only just discovered by my brother-in-law's reaction what a cool thing it was to drop all casual like conversation. Was I thinking about buying a leather biker jacket and having most complained mm. about most complaints to Ofcom in ten years, Sam Delaney? Were you stitched in? Yeah, maybe I was maybe stitched in in lettering that looked like flames from a fire. <laughs> maybe, maybe I was, but that's all. That's finished now. So yeah, Celavi. Yeah, well done to Ashley Banjo for taking my place, yeah. and um, people who object to. What do they object to? People object to people objecting to racism. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to have a think about that, really, and work yeah. out what that makes them, don't you? Um, you were going to... Were you going to read out that email about the accidental nonsense, then? Well, what I was going to say was just you so... To. You know, so many people... <laughs> so many people responded to me talking about accidental nonsense that we're actually... We've got enough emails to do an accidental nonsense <laughs> special. Perhaps we so will. I won't read one out now. In fact, many of them I feel yeah. very are very problematic. Right? I'm, yeah. I mean, we'll 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 call it a day for this episode, and then we'll yeah. we'll look forward to an accidental nonsense special. Yeah, because I think you, be, you know, before uh, I read these out, I need to run them past you for a thorough once over, because I mean, some of them this, I'm like, do we sympathise with this guy, or? Do we this, actually this think that it's be, problematic? Could be an absolute new law for us, couldn't it? But Remember all I'm the, saying is, the, it the, is a hu- it's a phenomena. Yeah. Yet again, another social phenomena that you and I have identified, yeah. right, is accidental nonsense, where yeah. men who are not nonces... Not nonces. ...like, find themselves doing something that... Piss- and there is one that is... I won't go into detail now, that is straight out of a proper carry-on film, whereby a kid... <laughs> Literally, I mean, I, he must be making this up because it is straight out of Carry On. He's on the beach with his kid. Yeah, there is a a, a, don't, a don't very give it away. A, there, no. <laughs> listen, you can't hear it. I'm going to leave it. An attractive young lady <laughs> sunbathing on her front. <laughs> He's chasing his kid, trying to get his kid to come back. His kid runs over, runs up to this lady, pinches her bum, and then fucking jumps behind something. And when she turns around and sits up, the dad's just stood there going. <laughs> Oh, me. It was my kid. And she goes, what kid? And the kids ran off and disappeared. Kids that's a twist on it. That's not accidental nonsense. That's accidental me too. Or accidental, you know, 
sexual yeah, assault, that, if you like. That's true. Okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll look into doing that accidental nonsense special, and it will be free for everyone. It won't be behind the paywall. Do you think we could get a sponsor for that? Like, oh, we could look a into a big it. brand. Maybe. Like the I'm Times sure newspaper one. or something like that. I don't know. We could think about it. This has been quite a. This has felt like quite a low key episode. We felt both a bit subdued. Well, it's, don't it's forget, reminded, I've been asleep. Yeah, you have. It's and it's Sunday evening as well. It's reminded me a little bit of Taylor Swift's new album. I think it's the podcasting equivalent of Taylor Swift's new album. I haven't listened quite, to it yet. Is it quite, good? Quite quite low key and pastoral almost. Oh, is it a good album? <laughs> it's Andy? really good. Yeah, it's really oh, good. I'm going to fucking listen to that tomorrow. Might help you sleep. All right, yeah. we'll um, we'll be back with more shit during the week as usual. Yeah. Uh, keep your emails coming that. in for life logistics and all that sort of thing. Accidental nonsense. Anything else you want to tell us that you think we might like? Doesn't mean we will like it, but you can give it a go. Take the FN tickets. See you, tickets. the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.